You like mayonnaise on your fries? I don't. Don't eat mayonnaise. Ugh. What do you guys eat on your fries? I like ketchup or ranch. Oh, yeah. I like mustard. No, it's disgust disgusting. <laughs> uh, I can imagine a lot of other better things than mayonnaise. What would your first choice be? Um, cheese. Like melted cheese or like, what do you mean? Um, I've seen that a lot. Okay. So, yeah, I think any, I think there's a lot of opportunities with cheese. Okay, I hear that. I definitely hear that. Uh, hey guys, how's it going? Uh, thank you for meeting us here. Yeah, um, we really appreciate you meeting up on such late notice. Yeah, you know, because we could have easily just texted you, but... But some things are better in person. So yeah, just please take a seat, make yourself comfortable. Yeah, um, we think you're going to want to sit down for this. Okay, you ready? Because we, we need, need to, to talk. talk. Hey guys, I'm Byron Gonzalez, and you may remember me from such endeavors such as the Flower Selfie series on Instagram. And I'm Casey Gouch. You may remember me from walking my dog in my pajamas. So we got some good news. We're not here to break up with you as because, you know, our intro seems so serious. But, you know, there are some things that we do need to talk about. Exactly. So this is the first episode of We Need to Talk, a podcast where we have the awkward conversations that need to be had about politics, gender, race, and everything else that you avoid bringing up around people you don't know very well. And in this first episode, we're just going to tell you a little bit about ourselves and why we're doing this podcast, you know, the whole rundown. And then we're going to take take it to the streets. We're going to see what people in LA think about sub, such subjects and what their opinions are. We're going to start by telling you guys a little bit about ourselves. So like I said, my name is Casey. I am a photojournalism student at CSUN, which is how I met Byron. We actually met in class, in a journalism class. and we, Do you want to tell them your major? I'm a journalism major, which is how we met. But what specifically? Journalism? With a emphasis on broadcasting. Okay. So this is definitely where I want to be right now. This is not where <laughs> I want to be right now. <laughs> not according to your major. <laughs> Yeah, so we met uh, We met in our journalism classes, and we just became super fast friends. And we kind of had this funny thing where we just found ourselves continuously getting into these really weird conversations because we're both extremely passionate people. Uh, in our own ways, we're both kind of, you know, in minority groups, I guess. Being a woman is not really a minority group, but, you know, it's a it's a marginalized group. You know, we've... Yeah. It, whatever. Well, here's the cool... The cool dynamic about it is that she's a, a woman, but she's also white, um, Hispanic, but I'm, I'm also a man. So it kind of like we're right. equal in the so way. So we found ourselves getting into a lot of these interesting conversations about um, disempowered groups and our kind of different opinions and perspectives on, you know, different issues. And it was just weird because even though we didn't know each other very well, we just, you know, there's a lot of those things like. Yeah, it racism, was such a funny sexism thing. that you just don't bring up with people. And we were talking about it all the time. Yeah, I think within the first week since we started like meeting each other up after class and just kind of like shooting the shit. I think one of the really interesting ones we got into was like, I was like, I feel like even though I don't like this about myself, I respect a man more when he's speaking. And we got into this like 
hour long conversation about this. And yeah. I was like, I think I do that too. Do I want to do that though? That's kind of wrong. You know? Yeah. It's kind of how like we're, we're trying to figure out how and where that all this st- stems from, but it's because of like society and how we grow up and how we view certain types of people in a certain light. Yeah. Because we just, that's how we're raised, you know? Right. So we found ourselves getting into these conversations a lot and we kind of felt like, it would be nice if people were actually open to talking about these things with each other. And a lot of times they're not because it's awkward or you have differing opinions and you're afraid of getting in a fight, especially with someone you don't know very well. And after a while, Byron started making what I thought was a joke saying, (laughs) we should start a podcast. We should start a podcast where we talk about these things. And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's a great idea. Thinking like, that's such a hilarious joke that Byron just is always making. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, like, Byron's so funny. What a good joke. And then, like, a week before the semester ended, he was like, all right, so what's your schedule? Like, we got to get together and start this podcast. I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> you should, like, what did I get <laughs> He thinks we're really going to do this. But by that time, we were already friends on Instagram and all that, so she couldn't escape. I couldn't say no. Yeah, yeah once we're Instagram like, friends, it's just like. She's fucked. Uh, <laughs> So, okay, some of the things that we're going to be talking about on this podcast, there's nothing that we, like, won't talk about, I guess you could say. Like, yeah. it's really just anything that's controversial, anything that's hot at the moment, anything that you would shy away from talking about with people that you don't know very well or with your grandparents at Thanksgiving. That was another thing that came up when we first met It's like... We were able to talk about these things and we were like so confused as to why we were so comfortable saying it. And we felt that maybe other people should be this comfortable saying it. Yeah. And I think part of it was like even with certain things that we disagree on or that we don't see eye to eye on right away, we were just kind of we asked questions like I was like, oh, well, tell me more, because if you have, you know, if you feel so strongly this way, there's probably a reason that you feel that way. And I want to know. And I think I felt the same thing from you. And so I think a lot of people, you know, probably want that even if they don't know that they want that. Because for the show, we actually interview people on the streets and we even had someone bring up artificial intelligence as like a controversial issue, which I didn't really know that was so controversial. Yeah. But because but it is. When in the direction we're going with technology, we're going to end up loving other robots. Yeah. So I guess we're going to talk about that on the show at some Eventually, point. Eventually, yeah. So, yeah, keep in, so keep, stay, tuned stay tuned for, for a robot consent episode. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And then as far as the process of the show, a lot of it's going to be just us talking about these things. But we also spent a lot of time before this episode interviewing people on the streets. We don't want it to just be us talking us. about our opinions. Yeah, we want to get lots of different opinions. And eventually we'd love for this to even be interactive, like on Facebook, yeah. um, doing Facebook lives and getting questions. Really, if I have to look back and figure out how we came up with interviewing people is because I actually called out Casey on like her Wait, liking. But I'm always right. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> about her liking mayonnaise on her fries so i'm like oh my god that's such a white thing to do so then we're like why not ask people if that's actually a thing and the guy that was serving me my fries was like yeah no that is like a lot of the white people ask for mayonnaise (laughs) Uh, and i just thought it was weird i i didn't think it was a white person thing i just thought it was like a me being disgusting thing yeah that i learned from my other disgusting friend so it's like, what what a better way to get a good consensus, a good general knowledge about what people are thinking is, than interviewing. Right. You know? Instead of stereotyping to actually ask. Or how we think <laughs> my, mo- most white men aren't 
very educated or woke per se to 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 these issues you know sure so if we interview white men then we'll really find out how how many actually know about this stuff and how many are really like we want your opinions too even if you're not going to be on the show even though you can and you can freely ask us to you sure. Know, you can be a guest. All right. Open invite. Open invite. Call us. Call Apparently us. anyone can be on the show. I mean, I, I feel like we should open <laughs> the doors like that. Yeah, no, I'm glad we're having this conversation right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe hold on that, guys. No. Yeah, we're we're uh we're hoping to have other people on the show as well, for sure. Especially as we get into issues, because there are definitely gonna be issues that we are not the best people to talk about, things we don't have as much experience with. So, yeah, that's what we're planning on doing with the show. Um, So let's hear a little bit about what people are saying about controversial issues. What do you think is a controversial issue in our country right now? The environment. That's exactly what I work for right now. But, yes, the environment is a huge topic. Paris, that Paris Accord Agreement was, yeah, it was a very interesting subject. And I brought that up with several people. And it has gotten me in even more trouble talking to people. But, yeah, it's just... It's a huge issue. That's all I got to say about that. A lot. Uh, I don't know to pick like the top five of controversial. There's so many. I feel like right now, anything that Trump comes out of his mouth, is he's just the controversy itself. I don't know if this is what you want for the podcast, but a lot of IA, like artificial intelligence, consent is what I just had a class about. And I know it's Probably not on the top of everyone's list. Oh, it doesn't matter. But a lot of things are about like um, there's like sex dolls and sex robots, and it's getting to the uh, the point where when you start giving them emotions and things, yeah. uh, what can start consenting, and at what point are we using other things like the girls that you see on videos and porn and prostitutes? If we're using them as robots, which we basically are. The current state of the administration, the direction of the current government. Uh, the existence of the current government, <laughs> so on. I mean, there's a laundry list a mile long about things that are at the local level, state level, federal level, world level. It's, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I don't even know where to start yeah. right now. <laughs> what do you think is a controversial issue in our country right now? Let's say the the Black Lives Matter movement. The discourse between like classes and just major groups of people. Um, I think I think we're like in a weird time where like one side and the other side are pushing so hard against each other. It's it's so easy to get trapped in an echo chamber in a bubble. Um, it's also just as important to like listen to what other people have to say and try to engage in a conversation rather than just like dismissal um, and I think it's it's super tough especially when we you know we're we have a president like we do today and and you want it's like so easy just to say like oh my god like you voted for Trump you're a horrible human being are you um, it's like a completely reasonable like reaction to have at first but I think ultimately it's like damaging and, and um, so I would say I don't know if that's controversial I don't even know if that answers your question but like I think like trying very hard to like to kind of listen um, in like a more kind of like a more productive way than we're used to or want to or feel like we should. Brian and I kind of got into this thinking that there's certain things 
we don't like talking about in front of certain crowds or um, in certain environments. And we just kind of felt like everyone has that, right? But yeah, a lot of the people we interviewed on the streets kind of wouldn't answer that question. There were very few people who really gave us like a specific answer. And not really right away. They had to think about Mm -hmm. it a lot. But maybe it's because they didn't want to talk about it. You know, it's like. Even in asking that question, it's like they're not going to want to talk about it. What yeah, don't you or they don't want to like well, put it out there like, oh, crap, this is what I don't like talking about. Right. They're probably going to ask so me more questions. So we're just going to do it. So what are the things we don't like talking about? Uh, definitely not about male and female relationships, uh, like friendships. Okay. Why is that? Why? Because a lot of people don't get it and a lot of people tend to be like, no, you're, you're just friends with her because you want something more. And you try to tell them. That you're not, it's it's an honest friendship and they just don't take it. They they can't believe that that's what there is. That's it. Like, mm-hmm. it, that it, it must go more than that. Sure. And yeah, they always totally. say that. No, that's one of mine too. Like, that's also one of the things that I really don't like talking about with a lot of people. Because when I was younger, I, like, didn't ever have guy friends. And I kind of grew up in more maybe conservative and even religious or Christian settings where it was kind of like, you just don't do that because that's not right. You're only spending a lot of time with someone of the opposite sex. If, if you're more than friends. Yeah. Um, And they're like, they're always like, Oh, what if you're too drunk and you guys end up doing something? It's like, Oh wow. I've gotten (laughs) that a couple of times. Like, are you sure you guys haven't gotten drunk and done anything? You're sure you haven't. You're like, like, I don't remember. Would you do that to your guy friend? (laughs) Right. Totally. Totally. Right. Yeah. Like when I get, and when I drink with my girlfriends, I'm not like. If there's worried. no, attra- if there's <laughs> no attraction, that. that you're not gonna try anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think it's just it's a different way of seeing it. And I think I get, you know, it's good to have proper boundaries, especially if like there is an attraction there, or I don't know, like, or if you, I don't know, if they're like the type of person that you would be attracted to, but you're already with someone, then it's like maybe you do need to set boundaries. I do think I've kind of come more over to the side where I feel like. It's just it just depends on the person. Yeah. Maybe you're the type of person that's a girl that can have a lot of guy friends and it's totally fine and they're just like brothers. Or maybe that just doesn't work for you because you too easily develop a crush or can't really keep those boundaries good. So I think I used to think it was a black and white issue and I don't really anymore. But it is one of the things that I don't really like talking about with a lot of people, even though I'm talking about it on the podcast. So the people yeah. I don't like talking about it, yeah. they're going to hear what gonna, I think. This is what this is for. <laughs> exactly. So we're opening it up. Yeah, yeah, we're opening it up. So, and then how about you? What? What's well, I feel like I cut like? you off. Did you have any more? Well, I mean, we can go back and forth. Yeah, that's true. We can go back and forth. Um, religion is one of the things I have trouble talking about, and actually, gosh, with religious and non-religious people, I have trouble talking about it because I think I have a pretty complex relationship with religion. Where for a lot of my life, it's been a big part of my life, but it's definitely kind of changed. I used to really be able to relate to a lot of the people I went to church with when I was in high school, and it's kind of changed. I think I've made it more my own as I've gotten older, and I've questioned sort of the more mainstream Christianity. That's, I guess, my leaning, I would say. But I think it's it's much more, it's just much different now that I'm older, now that I've moved away from home, where I think things like, you know, going to church every Sunday, like, Right now, that's not really something that I'm wanting to do. I feel like, gosh, I'm like getting into yeah, all this. Yeah. And I just said I don't want to talk about it. 
And then if but you do it's, start talking but it's hard to, to talk about, about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I'm communicating that now. It's hard to talk about because people who are Christian and feel like you need to go to church every Sunday or you're not a Christian, okay, I don't really want to talk about it with well, them. Or people who are judged. super not religious, I feel like, okay, I don't really want to talk about it with you either because you're not going to, you know, yeah, exactly. I guess feeling judged or feeling like I'm not allowed to be in the gray. I'm not allowed to just be kind of in sort of a questioning phase, which I feel like I've been in for like five Years. I'm not ready to say I want nothing to do with it, but I'm also n- not wanting to be just super for it and super involved in a conventional way. So it's hard to talk about. It's hard to talk about right now. <laughs> but for some reason, I brought it up. You can <laughs> talk I, about I it like pretty well. <laughs> you can talk, it feels like you have a lot of emotions towards it. I do. It. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's maybe it's <laughs> really <laughs> easy for you to talk about. You just, it's it's easy for me to talk about it when I know it's on a podcast that everyone's gonna hear. But. She just doesn't want to <laughs> talk about it because she'll spend hours talking about it. So if she yeah, if you bring it up around her, <laughs> just prepare. bring it up, please. I want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's more so, of a danger word for her. What does that mean? A danger word that. It's, it's Danger. dangerous because once you get started, We're gonna you can't keep stop. talking yeah. forever. Okay. And All then right. you're stuck. <laughs> and you and miss your train you, and you miss oh, your plane geez. and shit. Is that how you feel every day when you're hanging out with me? Yeah, I have so many things that I cancel because miss. I'm talking like, to you. Mom, sorry. Sorry, miss lunch. <laughs> yeah, sorry I missed your uh, shut up. doctor's appointment. Wait, what? Your mom's <laughs> doctor's appointment? Yeah, because I had a taker and then you kept talking about religion. Wait, is this real? No, it's not. Oh, jeez. That got so weird. <laughs> I also don't like talking about feminism because as same with male-female friendships, it's like people don't get it and they just badger oh, you on. people don't get it? People. Wait, do you, think some I people. do you think I don't get it? Some people. You think I don't get feminism? Some people. Why don't you explain feminism to me? Some people don't get it. And then <laughs> marijuana. Marijuana is, some, is just kind of hard. About, to, what about marijuana? It's hard to bring up. Why is it hard to bring up? Um, to family. To family. To family. But what they if they listen to this podcast? They're not. They don't know English. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's true, though. That's why I'm safe. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to learn Spanish so that I can tell all your secrets on you this podcast. You can translate it? No. And then have your family listen. Well, they're not going to be able to pay attention because you're going to talk about religion anyway. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Moving on, we think that even though there are things like religion and marijuana and male-female friendships that are difficult for us to talk about and other things that I'm sure you guys have that you have a hard time talking about, uh, we think it's important to try to talk about it anyway. And it's not always going to go perfectly. As friends, we've even had our fair share of things that of awkward conversations we've had to have uh, about things that we didn't see eye to eye on. But I, I don't know. What do you think, Byron? I think it's. I, I think, think it's once worth you it. start talking about it, you can realize how much that person knows and if how open they are about it. And it's just kind of whatever relationship you have with that person, it'll just take it to some someplace else where it's meant to be. Like if that person doesn't take it seriously and you really care about it, then yeah, it, it kind of works itself out. But then if someone takes it all in and like accepts it or they still respect you and they're like, no, I'm going to keep my opinion and my ideals, but I still want to be friends and stuff. Yeah, I think that's the thing is like taking time to hear someone else out and hear why they feel the way that they feel, even if they feel super differently than you about something that's maybe really important to you. We're going to talk about a lot of things on the show that are really, really important to people, but that people feel extremely different about. It's like there's a reason that people, 
you know, whoever is your arch enemy that feels the opposite way, there's a reason that they feel that way. And it's probably not even your arch enemy. It's probably one of your best friends or your spouse or your boyfriend or whoever. Like, there's probably people really close to you that feel really different than you about certain things. And until you hear them out and hear why they feel that way um, and even, you know, respect and honor them enough to try to explain to them why you, you know, your side, why you feel really differently. I think if you can, if you can be willing to have those hard conversations and be okay with the other person not being totally swayed to your side, but still just having an open dialogue, like it can be a really beautiful thing where you can kind of realize like, well, they're human and they're trying to figure it out. And so am I. And maybe we can still be close, even if we feel really different. Yeah. And then you understand you get sort of into their head about why they think this way instead of just kind of making assumptions mm-hmm. to why they think this way because making assumptions is not great you know yeah you come up with these so we all stories do yeah. yeah we all do it, but you come up with these it. stories in your head <laughs> and then you find out you're wrong and then you just right you like, assume like oh that person feels that way you know about about or, abortion or, like, or about yeah, exactly. you know feminism because they're just so horrible but you have no idea why they feel that way and yeah. maybe maybe they've never even heard your side or they like, maybe just they've never, never been thought able about to it. like express it and get into words and like really yeah and they don't know your opinion about it or Mm -hmm. your ideals about it and so you kind of learn from each other really yeah so that's the place we want to go with this podcast all right let's hear from some people about what their least favorite issues are is there like a a controversial issue that you least like talking about trump (laughs) (laughs) same uh what human issue do you least like talking about? Human? Um, I don't know. I don't really have a preference because I don't mind dabbling in different conversations. Yeah, I mean, President Trump. Not because it's controversial, but because it's a surefire way to make me angry in about 10 seconds. And I don't like doing that all day. Small doses, that's all. Yeah. I'd have to say a lot of times is racial issues because I'm very racially ambiguous. I am Latino, but I am very racially ambiguous. So I have an interesting position where I don't have authority to speak on either side. So that gets me a little uncomfortable. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I I don't know if there is one thing in particular. I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to talk about it. But um, I guess it depends on the company and like what you kind of know you're walking into. Um, with respect to like family and things like that, I don't know. I'm pretty much open to talk to about like pretty much every issue. I think it's nice to talk it out. I think if you beat it over the head, it sucks. Like the same issue over and over again. But other than that, I think it's good to just be open and try to talk about everything. What issue do you think is being beaten over the head right now? I meant like like in a conversation at a table. If you talk about it for 45 minutes and you're getting nowhere, that's when it starts to be a bit of a a downer. But I don't think any issue. I think anyone who has an issue with something, they should be bringing it up as much as they should be bringing it up. So I feel like we kind of live in a world where you never know where your honest opinion is going to go accepted or where it's going to be received in a non-judgmental way. And every setting is kind of different. You know, you're at Thanksgiving with your family. You want to bring something up. No, I don't want to bring anything up. But let's say you do. (laughs) You just, okay. you just can't, no, you right. can't, you're you can't right. bring Sometimes. up, you, you kind of want to, but you hold yourself back because you're like, 
Is that how Not you? Is setting. that how you feel at Thanksgiving with your family? No, we eat separately. What? Yeah, it's weird. What do you mean? We just kind of get our food and eat. Go. It's eat probably separately. because, because like. No, Everyone we're not knows very that if you did eat together, we're not very talkative. Something would get brought up. No? We're not very talkative. So we're not. So your family, family, maybe you need to like tell your family that you that guys we need, need to, to talk. talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, we need to talk. <laughs> okay, but anyway, you were making a point. Yeah. That some sometimes it's hard to bring up your honest opinion. In yeah. some settings, it's not going to go well. Or like at work, because if you bring up your honest opinion and all your coworkers are not about it. Then now you're stuck with it because now they're your coworkers and you have to see them every day. So this is one of the questions that we ask people on the streets. So we're going to talk about our answers too. Byron, what are what are some of the the places or the settings where you have a hard time sharing your honest opinion? Definitely about all my ideals in, in at work, kind of. But I feel like at well, my tell job, everyone where you work at Pete's Coffee. I think at my no, at tell my everyone job, like which Pete's Coffee so that they can come visit. <laughs> no, don't come visit. <laughs> I think at my job, it's actually different. It's kind of, I feel like it's a Cali- very California vibe where it's like everybody's so open. I think there, I can I can share my honest opinion about it. Okay. I think About there, everything? Sure. Yeah, about almost everything. Almost, except Yeah, what? I mean, I even talked about feminism there. It's, oh. it's like totally open and everybody's so, we're like a family. There. Is there so anything cool. you wouldn't bring up with them? No, honestly. Nothing? You'd no. bring up like abortion? You'd, you'd bring up Donald Maybe Trump? Maybe not abortion. You'd bring up like, like, is war okay? Well, it's funny because like, we, uh, when it's like, <laughs> when it's, when it's a slow day, we get into topics about yeah. weird stuff. It's just, you and can't, totally you can't cool. bring, you can't talk about it in a loud voice. You can't get super, the customers. yeah, because yeah. of okay. the customers. Okay. You can't get super excited about it, but you no. can't have the conversation. <laughs> okay. Okay. You can't have conversations. Just, just like in a really laid back way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And like talk softly about it. Yeah. You're like, it's cool. Whatever. But yeah, you definitely, I can't definitely have my honest opinion with customers because I, yeah. customers tell me so many things that I don't see eye to eye with them. And I just kind of have to like smile and just like, okay, Like, cool. would you ever just be like, hey, how's it going? It's a beautiful day when Trump's in the White House. Yeah. That wouldn't, <laughs> no, they're against Trump. So you can yeah. talk about that okay but you can't really talk to them I, I guess if i was a trump supporter and i talked about how i like trump they I, I wouldn't be able to talk about it to my customers are you a trump supporter no <laughs> getting a little too honest on the podcast but i mean i guess if i shared those type of types of ideals maybe i wouldn't be able to share my honest opinion that's a good so point. let's think yeah. about that let's that's, think no about that's that. really true because we're in Southern Cal. We're in Los Angeles. Yeah, and if you're a Trump supporter, you really can't it's, share your. No, it's opinion. totally true because I I was in a political science class and she made us talk about anything and everything. And there was one outspoken Trump supporter, and he was like totally eaten alive. You and see? even though you know I didn't agree with anything he thought, like I kind of felt bad for him to be honest because I felt like. You should, you should, well, I just felt like you should be able to share your honest opinion and get into that open dialogue in your political science class, even if you're in Southern California. No, I'm talking about like, we're in California and California seems to be such a like, yeah, we, we, we're down to share ideas. Right. We're so open, but, but not if you don't agree with us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, kind of. Yeah. And also if you're like, um, uh, male activist, like you can't share your honest opinion really in California. Like if you're a feminist, or what, what, a feminist, a feminist, um, men's right activist. Oh, a men's. Oh, I see. Yeah, a meninist, man, manist. Yeah, or some shit like that. <laughs> you can't share your opinions like that. Yeah, 
You'd get eaten alive like you're. Are like you trying to? Are you trying to express something right now? Yeah, you're trying I'm to share with tell us. You, Casey, you're a manist. I'm a manist. You I'm just feel about, like as a man, mm, like you're not valued. Um discriminated against you feel this yeah i just and feel yeah you have I way less marginalized options. no yeah for sure because now they give women more opportunities i know women are just spoiled in this world like it's crazy and they are seen okay, in a higher light let's move on from the man. <laughs> <laughs> so i guess it depends on where what state you're in also yeah also, it's true on top of where it really does what, what part of the country it really does yeah well in some parts of the country i think i think it's almost like in la it's just assumed that everyone is liberal. So like Dave and I went to bars to watch the political debates and everyone just openly laughed when like Trump would speak. Well, I mean, him is different. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it wouldn't be that way in my hometown where it's a little bit more, right? you know, red and blue. It's like people wouldn't assume that everyone's against Trump. Everyone in my hometown is not against Trump. Absolutely not. Um, but there is a lot more Trump supporters, outspoken Trump supporters out there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so different if you get out of California. California almost feels like a different country. Oh, yeah. Because totally. yeah. Uh, we're, it's, we're so, in that bubble. it's so liberal. And especially Los Angeles, because even if you go to other parts of California, it's different. But so. even with the answers that we got from interviewing people, it, it felt that way. Felt which way? That we're in that bubble. In, in the bubble. Yeah. yeah. In, a, in a liberal bubble. Yeah, for sure. So I guess we talked about that a, a little bit as far as the settings that are hard to share opinions everybody has their different settings yeah well you didn't hard. say yours what do you think well, your your honest opinion setting would be i i feel like i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty cautious a lot of the time actually where i kind of feel the scene before i start sharing my honest opinion uh, yeah like when anywhere. you did with me yeah <laughs> yeah anywhere even even being in california and being in or so, even being in in los angeles where it's like overwhelmingly liberal i still feel yeah. like i'm never really sure you know you never know and um and i don't like to offend people i am pretty liberal and so i think i do tend to feel the same way as a lot of the people i'm around in la so i feel safe to be pretty honest and that i won't be judged i think it's a little harder when i go home i mean not even necessarily harder but just that i'm even more cautious because i recognize that People are not always going to agree with me, and that's fine. And I'm not always ready to start that hard conversation. Because a lot of times I feel like, well, I don't, to be honest, a lot of times I feel like, what's the point? Am I really going to sway someone's opinion, or do I really want to get into that? I think on a, on a macro scale, I feel like it's great to talk about these things, which is why I'm starting this podcast. But on a micro scale in my life, if I'm in a scenario where I think people aren't going to agree with me, I'm pretty hesitant to bring things up unless I think the crowd's like a really open group that's going to want to have an open and unjudgmental dialogue. But I right. rarely feel that way. And I think it's just naturally it's it can be hard with families just because I love my family and I don't always want to make waves if I don't have to. But now you will. But well, now yeah, sure, sure. I mean, I think <laughs> I think my family knows where I'm at. I think if I'm sitting down having a long conversation with with someone in my family, maybe we'll get into it. But otherwise, a lot of time I I so rarely see them, and I know that we have such different lives that it sometimes it takes a long time to get to the point where we can really connect on certain controversial issues because there's just a lot to talk through. Because I've been away from home for six or seven years now so we've had a lot of different experiences and i recognize that and i don't always want to rock the boat if i don't have to so i guess that's where i'm at yeah and now let's see what other people are at 
Yeah, let's have a listen. Yeah. Do you ever feel like expressing your honest opinions will get you into trouble? Absolutely, but I do anyway, no matter the cost. In what situations do you feel like it would get you into trouble? Okay, so my hometown's mainly Republican. Um, I am not. Um, another. Reason. What's your hometown again? Palmdale. Palmdale, Lancaster. So I have a tendency to get in trouble. Like my high school, my nickname was The Communist. Just kind of a background of how it has gotten me in trouble in different situations, including in my college, which is in Orange County. Like, yeah, so yeah, I've definitely gotten in trouble before saying stuff. Uh, yeah, definitely. Like what kind of scenarios? Um, I would say right now I'm finishing up my school and if, uh, if you say some things during a classroom scenario, that might always not be appropriate. You could get yourself into a little bit of trouble. Do you ever feel like expressing your honest opinions will get you into trouble? Yes. If there's a situation with work, a friend, a family member, you kind of have to take it down a notch most times. Can't always just open up unless you want to get it, like unless you want to stir up the pot. I mean, sometimes, but that's I think part of being society is you have to be a little bit tactful at times. Uh, what scenarios do you feel like, you know, you would be more wary of expressing your honest opinion? Usually work scenarios. Honestly, with the interpersonal relationships, it's usually fine. Most of my friends are pretty open about whatever. and yeah. I don't really care. <laughs> I just don't say it. Yeah. No, I don't feel that expressing my opinions will get me into trouble. I will voice them if I need to, but I'd like to avoid confrontation, so... No, I don't think so. I think uh, I think you have to be careful of those kind of impulses because that's like what gets into you know the the territory of like not wanting to talk about difficult things. So I guess that's kind of like a that's tricky. But I feel like it's it's best to kind of err on the side of just saying what you feel and hope in the hopes that it would like start a conversation. I guess. Thank you guys so much for listening to our first episode. Yes, thank you so much. I know you guys have been like pumped about it, oh, seeing yeah. our promotion. all you've been and... thinking about. A special thanks to Ian Kennedy, who is one of our producers. And also thank you to my husband, David Gouch, who is also helping with production. He is the tech man. Yeah, he, they are. And... Of course, a special thanks to Riley Gouch, the podcast dog. And that's all That's all we've got. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Hasta luego. What? Casey. Oh. Shit. Can't say that. That's my language. All right. Hasta la bye-bye. No. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>